Sometimes life happens. We see you. And you feel all alone. We feel you. With nowhere to go. We got you. So many questions unanswered. We understand. Yeah. And you feel like you can't. That's right. But God wrestle with your own thoughts. Uh, uh, this is for you. Yeah. When life happens and it makes Come. you feel like you are. You're off the beat. Off, off the beat. Off the beat. Welcome to Off Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Jorge Ambriz, and today we bring you guys another amazing episode. And so everyone knows what's coming up next. Uh, it's already close by. It's a few days away. Valentine's Day, uh, the day of love and friendship, right? And so if you find yourself uh, in the dating game, if you find yourself maybe, you know, uh, right after a breakup and you know you're debating like man should i go back in or maybe you're just like man i'm up against the fence the dating game is just too crazy for me right now wherever you might find yourself either way man this podcast is for you you've clicked on the right one so today man we have a beautiful story and they have agreed to come on and share their story i'm excited to be able to interview them today and have a conversation with them so let's welcome Jorge, George, and Sandra. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to Off Beat thank you, Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having us. Yeah. You know. uh, so you had me here prior when I did it in Spanish. Yeah. You know, and I just it was like, say, what it was it like a year now, about right? A, about a year ago. Yeah, right? I think you were in the, around... the other studio. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But want to say thank you for having us both. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, no, yeah. <laughs> here we are. We're just trying to answer everything that we can right now. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, so quick fact. <laughs> It's just funny. We just got to get this out. So it's just funny because so this is our second take <laughs> today. <laughs> today. Today. This is our second take because uh, we had some uh, technical difficulties. And you can't so. Blame it on me. No, 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 it's good. No, no. Technical difficulties. But um, yeah, so we're excited though. And uh, yeah, so I know if you checked out Jorge's podcast, um, uh, episode it was in spanish yeah and so i'm excited to be able to have you on english today and yeah there we, and there now we engaged yeah engaged it's real it's real yeah so um to break the ice a little bit i know we broke the ice already but let's do it again you know just for 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 fun so <laughs> let's talk about the most that comes to your memory what has been one of the most awkward dates that you've ever been on? Um, <laughs> I would say it was our first date. Okay, um, okay. Just because I have not dated in a long time than when I met him. Okay. Um, I guess, uh, so we actually went on a date to Boiling Crabs. Our first date was really, really <laughs> yeah. awkward. Uh, <laughs> but it was funny, too, because as I was saying, is that, like, you know, when I met him, um, it was... Love at first sight. <laughs> I'm on nervous now. <laughs> but it was one of those things, you know, he had texted me um, prior before we had already met yeah. uh, through social, through, I'm sorry, through a dating app. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he had asked me to go to, to Boiling Crabs. And so at that point, I was a little nervous because I was like, man, who's this guy asking me to, to Boiling Crab? And it was so crazy because at that moment, um, I once told myself, like, if I was ever a guy, like, I don't want to take a girl to Boiling Crab because, one, she's going to be on her phone. She can't be on her phone, sorry. Uh, and then she's also going to have to communicate with me and yeah. so forth, you know. So it's 
crazy because and that's eat, and, and eat, eat yeah. and eat and just go in there um and that's what he did and he invited me to boiling crabs yeah. and i was was like wow this is really happening yeah. okay you know so that's pretty smart though like that's a hey, boiling crab first date yeah i mean yeah your hands are busy peeling shrimp and had to had to had to <laughs> i think also you know just to add a little bit more to that too um we met in a dating app yeah, <laughs> I was, I was yeah. Did, I, did i throw it in there <laughs> so what, what dating app so hey because that's hey it, there's hope yeah what, what's, uh, the, what's the dating app it was hinge okay it was hinge i was i'm not one for dating apps me but neither my client oh, you had to throw that in there <laughs> yeah but uh my clients kind of like pushed me to do it hey you should just try just try it and i was like all right you know just probably have it a couple days and then yeah probably delete it and then uh she hit me up actually on my birthday i was on vacation in hawaii and then she she contacted me. She was the one that messaged okay, me. Okay, she made the first move. Yeah, she yeah, made yeah. the first move. And then I was like, hey, let me uh, contact you when, when, when I come back. And then yeah. we'll have a conversation. And then from there, then we went to the first date. Yeah, okay, <laughs> all right. But how was it, again, because you were like sharing... Um, what was it that she that she liked about you at first? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the way that she contacted me was because... Um, you, you could do like a little 10 second recording of your voice. <laughs> yeah. And so she messaged me because she liked my voice. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. You know, she that, really liked the that voice. Part, like the know? party line voice. Yeah. Like that back in the day. Contact me today. You, you know? know, but it was one of those, those things as well, too. You yeah. know, when it comes to the dating app, you can't trust anyone that's on there. You don't know what's on the yeah. other side, you know? So one of the things I was like, okay, if they have a voice, like, at least I know it's verified. Like yeah. it's, it might be that person, you know? So yeah. happens to be that I fell in love with this. Voice. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. So boiling crab. And then, um, so like at that, you know, so what, what'd you, what was like your first, cause you, you say like, if I was a guy, like that's what I would do. But once you finally got invited to that, what was that kind of like, what the, like, were you kind of like, I was, I was extremely nervous because at the time he was just like, you know, we're in an interview and I was like, Oh, what? You're going to interview me. <laughs> and you know, that's usually, it's so awkward at that moment. You're like, yeah. you know, what do I ask this person? Like, what's their favorite color? Like, it's kind of like going back to like middle school again, you know, yeah. getting to know someone brand new and being in your thirties and going on a date is it's kind of tough yeah, <laughs> you, you don't know what questions imagine. to ask you know yeah. and it's one of those things like do i want to just throw in the questions or i want to go smooth in there you know yeah. so you know we got to know each other and yeah. um I got really nervous because he was asking very <laughs> strong points and i remember the sun hitting his eyes and i was like you have beautiful eyes <laughs> and uh he was like okay thanks <laughs> but i was so nervous and i was like man this guy's really handsome um you know let's see where it goes uh you know we wrapped it up on the date and um i was already ready to go you know into my car and leave yeah. and we went in for a hug and i didn't know that he was gonna go in to kiss me okay and okay. i was like oh i'm so sorry he's like no it's cool like if you don't Smooth want move. to <laughs> he's like if you don't want to it's okay and i was like let's wait, let's redo this again <laughs> and just replaying it was so funny yeah. because you know, you don't you don't get that often, you yeah. know, and just having to play that inner part of kid in that moment, you know, yeah. to replay that part again was fun. <laughs> um, you know, it's up until when I get into I got into my car and I was just like, man, this guy's he must be something, you know, and I prayed over it. Uh -huh. And I told God, if he's the one then let him stay, if not, take him out. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like God was really working. He's like, yeah. no, he, he's he's the one I want you to be with. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. You know, here we are. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. man. oh, yeah. No, that's I mean. Take notes, guys, because I mean, yeah, like, I mean, that's that's a great idea, like boiling crab, because, yeah, they're, you know, 
you can't be on your phone because you don't want to stain your phone exactly. up. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and then you got to eat. You know what I mean? You have to. There's it's kind of no like white, that, that movie White Chicks. Yeah. Yeah. It always reminds me of that. Like when uh, Terry, was it Terry? Uh, Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Yeah. yeah where he funny. takes a... Uh, Takes um to the restaurant, the fine dining, and yeah. he's like, "Man, girl, you sure can put it." Away. Uh-huh. And that's that's what we did. We were eating shrimp, you had me in a bib and all. And that was it. The garlic noodles, that's it. the garlic noodles, and everything. The garlic you know? That's what's up. That's what's up, man. You're good. So, what about you, George? Like, did you have a? Would you say that one, or did you have a uh, different experience? That that one was that was up there too because oh. of the kiss at the end. <laughs> But yeah, I've had I've had other ones. There was one where uh, I kind of when I first moved out here to the Inland Empire, I took somebody out on a date, and I went to LA, and it was like a Sunday, and basically I, I didn't hit my mind that like everything closed early. It was like nine p.m. Well, nine yeah. p.m. is early, and like you know the going out yeah, scene, yeah. you know, and so everything was closed from the Damn. clubs to every restaurant to where I was just like, well, you just want to go back home, and then she was like, yeah, she's like, this date sucked. <laughs> oh, that's a, oh, oh, and then on man. top of that, like, on top of that, it's a I, I, right I forgot. There. I forgot this too. Uh, the, I didn't say it in the first take, but I actually got a ticket. Damn. I got a, got a ticket, <laughs> a parking ticket. No, it was one of those where I made a right turn into the entrance oh, of the no. freeway, uh, and I got it like a month later. Like the camera got me. Oh, that's when the guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's bro. what it was. I was like, what? what that was, was the red it? flag. Man, yeah, that was straight. Like, yeah. bro, like red flags everywhere, bro. Yeah. Tickets, date signs. This ain't yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so, no, man. Sandra's waiting for. There's yeah. Sandra, Sandra, Sandra waiting for you. Yeah, bro. exactly. So I was yeah. like, yup. Now we're here. You know, you had something Damn. good for me. Yeah. We're actually reminiscing the other day about like because we're talking about like for uh icebreaker questions you know i mean mm-hmm. that was one of them like first date so we were reminiscing about our first date when um i forgot my wallet on mm. our first date you know what i mean so that was like pretty cool not pretty cool but that was pretty awkward he's like <laughs> what's pretty cool because i saved some money <laughs> there you go that was a test right there i know what you did i know what you did <laughs> she asked her friends so how was the date um, I paid it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. I was in a rush, and, she, and it's funny because she. And then it, that was the other funny thing. She picked me up for our date. Oh, that day. there <laughs> you go. Oh, so like, nice. Was like okay. backwards, nice. Man, but yeah, no, I was like, we're almost there, and I'm like, ah, oh, I forgot my wallet, and she's like, she's like, oh really? Like it's cool, I got it, and I was like, oh, okay, all right. You know, I thought she was gonna be like, you want to turn around or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, yeah, you had just started working. Yeah, because I was actually really young. I was yeah. 19 years old when that was. Yeah, oh, there she, spent her, she spent her check on me. Oh, there you go. That's a real one. That's a real <laughs> one right there. And then we shared. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because she wasn't making that much. Yeah. So we're like, and then we're like, we weren't really that hungry. So we're like, I think we shared an appetizer, no? And a plate? <laughs> yeah. yeah, an entree and an appetizer. Yeah. And then you like steak. Yeah. I get full easily. Yeah, yeah. 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 He always eats my, like, my leftovers. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. That's that's a real that's one right really there. It's like yeah, the Bronx, so, so, you know, the yeah, whole going yeah, around the car. Yeah. If he opens the car for you. Clack, clack. It's like, yes. It's, it's funny because you say that. Um, that happened to our second date that we went on. Um, we he, I had just got off of work. Oh, yeah. And he was like, hey, do you want to, like, go, like, play pool? And I was like, yeah, down, you know. So we, sh- mm-hmm. we show up and, well, we took separate cars. And we get there and he was just like, I forgot my wallet. Like, I don't have any dollars on me. Yeah. So luckily, I had quarters. I was like, it's okay. I'll pay for it. He's like, you sure? I was like, it's only three bucks. Like, <laughs> yeah, because it was like a dollar for like every, like, you know, every round that yeah, you play or yeah. whatever. And 
And I was like, oh, dang, I don't have any cash. Uh, She's like, it's okay. Man. I got it I was this like, time. I got it. It's three bucks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we ain't yeah. drinking or eating. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> and after that, we're good. Yeah. So, no, but yeah, man, those are so. But kind of moving on now that we kind of broke the ice a little bit. Um, so what I, you know, one of the things that we're really huge on here is, of course, to have real authentic conversations. Mm-hmm. And because um, we feel like that's one of the things that people can relate to, you know. There's always a story. Maybe our stories not aren't always exactly the same. They're not similar in, in nature always. But one of the things we can always relate to are is how things made us feel, yeah. experiences that we go through, how we learn from them and everything. So I always like to dig in. Um, I know with George, he opened up a little bit in his episode about his childhood. And we'll kind of get to that in English too, so people can kind of understand. But growing up though, um, Sandro, how was growing up and maybe some of the experiences that, that you went through growing up, um, whether it had been traumatic mm-hmm. or whatever the experience might have been, how did that translate to your relationships um, once you started, you know, going into relationships with? Yeah. Um, well, it was very, it was very, I grew up in a very tough and rough childhood um, in a home, actually. My, so I was raised by my family and a lot of that comes down to my mother. She had me at a very, really, really young age. Um, she was doing drugs at the time when she had me. Um, okay. So I was born premature mm. and I was put into the system a lot earlier than, you know, anyone could ever imagine. Yeah. Um, I was raised with step parents, guardian parents that took care of me my whole life. Okay. Um, there was good times and there was a lot of bad times in that, in those periods. Um, I did experience my step family affairs. Um, you know, my stepmom had cheated and my parents got divorced. Yeah. And because of that, I had to go with my stepmom and be there with her, you know, through the process, through the journey, the hurt, yeah. the pain. And what she didn't understand was what I was seeing. You know, she was focusing yeah. on herself so much that she forgot about what I was looking at and what I was looking at on the other side of the picture was, you know, the abuse of her coming in and out with men, um, you know, showing me a bad example of what love is supposed to be. You know, it was a lot of abuse. There was a lot of trauma. There was a lot of hurt. And, you know, within that process, I was always thinking like there has to be more to this, you know, what's, what's going on. Yeah. And I had asked my mom, I was like, you know, I know that I wasn't raised by you, but like, you know, who who are my family? And she had told me, she's like, you don't have a family. You don't have a mom. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. the only person. And I was like, okay, you know, I took it as that. And, you know, not only that I was scarred and I was hurt. I was like, man, like, this is all that I have. Like, this is the life that I'm going to live with, you know? And it was up until um, I had got paperwork in the court stating that I did have a family and I did have a mom. And it was beautiful. But then again, I was like, man, I was covered in lies. Yeah, You know, like what kind of lifestyle was that being the age of 17? Luckily, I got to know my family. I met them. Beautiful yeah. people. Um, I have a great relationship with my mom. You know, we have our moments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it also got me to to rebel for my step family. And I got upset mm. and I got angry and I got hurt yeah. because of the pain, because of uh, the trauma that I was went through. And then the lies on yeah. top of that. So, you know, at the age of 17, I left the house and I started life a lot earlier than most people. Got an apartment at the age of 17, went to school. But also because of that, I was seeking for love. I was yeah. in and out with men. I, you know, was just trying to find that source. Like, man, if my mom was going through all that, like, why can't I? Like, maybe there's something out there for me, you know? Yeah. But not knowing that I was dealing with the grieving, I was dealing with the hurt, I was dealing with the pain that I was mm-hmm. putting that into relationships. Yeah. And, you know... 
that I had got with this person and it's the father of my children. And, you know, we were together for almost 10 years and, you know, we were once married. Unfortunately, with that marriage, it failed because there was a lot of anger. There was a lot of untrust. There was a lot of unhealing parts of us that didn't heal correctly. Right. And because of that, I lost myself. And mm. I was kind of like, man, like I, this isn't the life that I want. Yeah, you know what I saw my mom go through, what I had to experience. Like I don't want that for my children. Yeah, and it was one of those things that I had to break away, and I had to stand up and be like, okay, enough is enough, Sandra. Mm-hmm. Like you need to start focusing on yourself. What makes you happy? Because in the end, I have a son and I have a daughter. Yeah, um, and I look at it as like, is this what I want my son to treat a woman? Right. And also, is this what I want my daughter to be to be treated How by to a be man? Treated, yeah. You know, and so I took that into consideration, and you know, a lot of it comes down to is that you know I had I had lost my 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 walk with God during that time in my early twenties, and mm. um, it was very tough. It was, and I think that's the reason why I went through what I went through. And when I went through my divorce, I, you know, redirected my life back to Christ. And I was like, hey, God, like, I need you to help me. I'm tired of taking this path. I'm tired of going through what I went through. Like, I'm done trying to live the life that I think I should, but I know it's not yours. And at that point, I left my hands up in the air and I said, God, take my, take the road. Like, this is the path I want to be on and just take me where I need to be because this wasn't it. Yeah. You know, you you came to that surrender. Yeah. So that's pretty much like, you know, the details as far as like, you know, the younger childhood version until my twenties and now to where I'm at today. Yeah. No, that's, that's (laughs) awesome. I mean, it's, it's very, it's got to, yeah, that's got to be very traumatic, you know, mm-hmm. to, um, you know, in a way, you know, it's, it seems like you're, you had no identity, mm-hmm. like in a way, because it's like, yeah, there you have a family. Like you said, there were good times, but then there were bad times, but then there's nothing more powerful in a, in a child's life, you know? And I know like now that as parents, like you, you, you can understand like that there's nothing more, um, I know for me, like there's nothing more that I desire than for my kids to have an identity, mm-hmm. you know, like for them to know who they are, because one knows what it is to grow up, not truly right. knowing who yeah. you are, you know, and, and then I, I can't even imagine like you, like, Hey, not knowing your real family, not knowing like, you know, the, the entire reasons why, mm-hmm. and then knowing some of the reasons why, and, and just kind of like, man. And so it makes so much sense that, um, you know, why sometimes, you know, we, cause you know, we we're talking about this earlier that, a lot of times, like, even though we see the trauma, you know, in our families and everything, and we grow up, like, thinking, like, I never want to go through that or I never want to see yeah. that. But it's crazy how, like, we're still vacuumed in, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to those type of circumstances mm-hmm. and situations. And and a lot of times it's because we don't heal. Exactly. You know, like, we don't allow God to heal us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't allow ourselves, you know, to heal and to really, mm-hmm. like... You know, we just look for the moment, the moment, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. we want that void to be filled, whatever that void may be. And we just want to fill it. But without knowing like, man, like there's still unhealed areas in our lives. And it's one of the most dangerous things going into relationships, even friendships, Mm -hmm. not not just dating, but even friendships. Like how many times do we, you know, see like how, you know, friendships can, you know, just be um, destroyed, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because of sometimes the way we are. Right, 100%. Yeah, so that's that's awesome that you mm-hmm. finally came to that realization and and that, you know, and like you said, you know, you were able to surrender. Yeah. You are able to surrender and because, and, yeah, we need, I, I, I'm a I'm a 100% believer. Like, mm-hmm. like 
we need Christ. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 100%. I mean, a lot of times, man, it's, it's, you know, we think of God sometimes like he's just this guy that makes rules mm. and like we can't do this and we can't do that. But in reality, he loves us so much yeah. that his true desire is to really protect us mm -hmm. and to love on us and to yeah. protect us from our own. So yeah. sometimes, you know, so That's true. Mm -hmm. what about you, George? Like, what can you recall, like from your childhood that you say, man, I, I can I can <laughs> see how these things that I went through. Yeah. Really affected me. Yeah. Um, so kind of like e explaining from what I had a little bit uh, the last time you had me, you know, I grew up uh, with a single mom, uh, grew up with two younger sisters. And so basically I was just raised basically by, by women, you know, yeah. and so as I grew up, uh, we had a stepdad, which is the real dad of my two younger sisters, and he was basically just an alcoholic, a drug abuser, uh, he sold drugs as well. So uh, we got to see that a lot. You know, we saw a lot of that, you know, and then uh, my sister told me once, like, hey, uh, we see the cops more than we see our only family members, yeah. you know, so that's how often they were. You know, there was a period in time that that was very, very often. So I, I saw that abuse. I saw the abuse that he did towards my mom. And so... Yeah. I when I went to high school, I, I could and I could say that I was kind of like just bouncing from girl to girl to girl because I thought that was the cool thing, you know. Yeah. I thought that was the cool thing, the macho thing, you know. I played sports in high school, and then I was just kind of like, you know, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Then once I got to like 18, I kind of was still doing that, and then then I was like yearning for something, you know. As you get to like your 20s, you're like, man, there's there's probably more to this. There's a little bit more to this. But yeah. then with that, not having proper guidance, like a male guidance, I didn't know how to like figure it out. So I had to figure it out myself. Yeah. And so there was moments where it was the other way around. And this is usually kind of embarrassing for most guys to say, but yeah. they get played, you know, yeah. or they have that embarrassing moment where they get, you know, they get played or, or they don't know what's going on and they're not taking direction in that relationship. Yeah. And so they lose themselves. Yeah. And so... That's what happened to me. I, I took a couple wrong turns in the dating scene right there. And then, you know, I, I kind of started seeing that trend. I was like, hey, you know what? This, this this is probably from something that from as a kid, not having any direction yeah. and not knowing what's right and wrong in this in this scenario that I have to heal from. Yeah. You know, it was just like hurt, you know. And I remember sitting down one time with my mom <clears throat> and my mom was just kind of like, we were having that conversation about like, you know, my stepdad and how there was not really a male figure. Yeah. And she's just kind of breaking down. And I'm just like, you know what, mom, like this, this, this isn't your fault. You know, this isn't your fault. She was kind of blaming herself. Yeah. So I was like, mom, this isn't your fault, you know, because there's an important lesson that I learned. I have two examples of what not to be. Mm. I had my real dad who was never there. Yeah. And then my stepdad, that was an example like that I saw physically. Yeah. So I was like, look, there's two examples that I'm not going to be. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and break that trend and be something that, that yeah, you know, that I, I'm not, you know. Yeah. No, and that's so. awesome, man. And and was it difficult though, man, to like recognize and to be aware of like because it's one thing to like you say, like, man, I I mm -hmm. I see the examples of what I don't want to be, mm -hmm. and I feel a lot of us have gone through that, mm -hmm. like where man, I I've seen what I don't want to be, and I want to try to be better. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's hard to break out of that shell, yeah. right? Was it hard for you, man? Yeah, it, it was. It, it took a while for me to really recognize that. Um, only because it's like when you're in the cycle of doing it and you tell yourself, like, I'm not going to be that. But yeah. you actually are doing it. You don't recognize it. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so you yeah. got to you got to kind of get out of the box to really kind of see that kind of have your alone time. Yeah. Have your alone time with God. And those are the moments where he like breaks you and like molds you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and those moments hurt. Yeah. So in those <laughs> moments, for example, it was like heartbreaks for me. Yeah. Like people breaking my heart or people like breaking my trust, yeah. you know. And so you kind of got to like learn from those situations. And that's when you kind of see and yeah. take yourself out and like. Okay. Like, yeah. And I, I was actually following that trend. Yeah. And that's what got me there. And that's what's really hard, man, because it's it, it could be the potential can go either way, like mm-hmm. where it does make you more aware, but then also it can make you, it can harden you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so what do you think the factor was like when, um, what, the, what do you think the factor was like to say, okay, like I'm going through this process. It hurts. It's painful, mm-hmm. you know, to go through, you know, breakups or even mm-hmm. um, uh, broken trust with people. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think that factor was for you to like be able to still have a soft heart and to allow God to do what he needs to do? There were There is a, a few factors, but probably the main factor. And I think we, we had kind of touched on it a little bit, you know, um, you and me, Sandra, but <laughs> she doesn't like when I call about her government name. <laughs> babe. It's babe. <laughs> um, but I got to a point, honestly, like, yeah, there was other factors. Like financially, I was like losing money. I was losing relationships, you know. But the main thing was I got to a point where I couldn't really hear God's voice. Mm-hmm. It sounded like far, far away. It sounded like someone was trying to yell and it was barely getting to my ear. Yeah. And now that, that's when it got scary to me because that's when I was like, Nah, I, I used to hear you so clearly, you know, the obviously it's not a straight line up of like success or having this relationship with God. It's up and down. We right. learn through these trials yeah. and tribulations. But at that moment, I was like, wow, I'm like, I can barely hear you. You're I know you're there, but it's it's me. I know it's me, yeah. you know, but I can barely hear you one. And then I see all the signs around me. My relationships are breaking with yeah. like my friends financially, like business, like everything was like not going the proper direction. Yeah. And so that's when I had to kind of take a step back. And I was just like, you know what? This is this is moments where I need to be alone. This is where I need mm-hmm. to be alone. So it took me a, a little bit of uh, a while to be alone. And then that's when I my that's when my clients were like, hey, you should you should try like getting back in the dating scene. Yeah, like, yeah. Get back in it, you know? And uh yeah, and that's where I met you, babe. <laughs> See, I, I fixed that one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's cool, man. I always I, I love I love to I always love to hear that. Um and I always Again, I always like to relate things back to back to our childhood because we mm-hmm. we can learn a lot from it. And it's not right. so much to shift the blame. Like I love what you did earlier, what you said when you had a conversation with your mom where mm-hmm. it's like, no, like mom, like it's not because I know a lot of our parents like might sometimes when we bring things up about how things might have happened, it can be hurtful, you know, and that's why it's never easy to when talking about healing, when talking mm-hmm. about um, but it is necessary, you know, and I think it's necessary not to victimize ourselves, but so that we can learn and then we can, you know, teach others, you know right. what I mean? Like we can learn, uh, to, um, you know, pass that on to others. And cause a lot of times, man, um, you know, in relationships, like I said earlier, it's not so much that there's the similarities are there are exactly the same, but the way we feel the mm-hmm. way. Um, some of the situations that we go through sometimes, man, like we're always going to be able to relate to the emotion, to the feeling mm-hmm. and stuff, you know? So I'm glad that you guys were both able to, and it seems like God was a big contributing factor, yeah, man. Is. Like to, <laughs> he to, still is. Yeah. To like, I mean, and that's, that's good. Like keeping God in the yeah. center, 
mean, that's 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 huge. That's mm. huge, huge. You know, I always I always uh, make the the analogy. It's like, you know, if you have a Nissan, you know, you're not gonna go to Toyota. <laughs> I you know what I mean? To like get, oh yeah, all right, <laughs> the Nissan. And I have a Toyota. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, if you really want to fix that machine, you know what I mean? Like, you're going to go to its maker. Yeah. You know, like, no one's going to know that car better than its manufacturer, Mm -hmm. than its maker. And in the same way, like, our lives, like, you know, God really knows us better than we know ourselves. You know, and there's no one that is going to be able to fix our lives, Mm -hmm. even if it means temporary pain at moments, Mm -hmm. you know, like, but it's a lot of times like that temporary loneliness that temporary pain um and maybe we could talk about that like how important is it to be okay with being alone alone mm-hmm. like not lonely like being alone right. how important is that it's very important and that's one of the things on my healing journey after i had got divorced um yeah. i really wanted to date myself it, it's weird as it sounds yeah. like no girls want to take themselves on a date you yeah. know but it's it's really getting to know your true your true inner self um, and it's, it's very important. I tell people like, yeah. you know, journal, you know, one of the biggest thing that I did was journal and I spoke a lot about God in my journaling. I, you know, cried. I was those happy things. You know, mm-hmm. I've spent time with myself, with God, and also just doing the fun things that I wanted to do that I never got to do because I was so focused on trying to find love mm-hmm. and find that person, you yeah. know, and I forgot about myself. Yeah, And I think that's what people forget is that they forget about themselves and taking care of yourself. Mm. And they think they need someone in that moment. No, like it's yeah. it's good to do things by yourself because you'll finally love yourself enough to now let someone else in when it's time, yeah. you know? So it's, it's very important. And it's it's amazing to see, you know, his journey, especially when he told me that he was took some time off and he got to date himself and, you know, be around, <laughs> just be, do the things that he wanted to do. Yeah. And when I got to know him, he, when I, he told me he was in Hawaii, I was like, by yourself? Yeah. That's, yeah. I was like, are you sure? That's t- I know. Huh? Um, but let me, I was like, let me Google search yeah. real quick. No, I, I, I literally was training one day and then I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to leave. I just got my backpack and left the next day. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's one of the, that's one of the things that like, um, you know, of course, we haven't been single in a long time. Mm-hmm. But when we do talk to single people or single couples, like that's one thing. Like, man, is there's a difference between being lonely, mm-hmm. you know? And I think when we're lonely, it's because we haven't been comfortable with who we are alone mm-hmm. ourselves, yeah. you know. And and but then there's a difference between that and then being content, mm-hmm. you know. Like, and I think that should be every single person's goal. Is like, yeah. can you be content? Mm-hmm with yourself can you be content with what you have Mm -hmm. because a lot of times like that is a huge thing is that we do try to fulfill each other's needs and the truth is that like yeah there's certain needs that we can you know of course Mm -hmm. we can fulfill uh, amongst each other but at the end of the day like what truly fulfills us is is going to be a relationship with christ Mm -hmm. you know he's the only one that can truly fill that void and bring that confidence in us to be able to be content with like, hey, you know, like the Apostle Paul said, like, man, I'm content, you know, if I have or I don't have, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean, if if I'm going through trials or I'm going through or everything is OK, like I learn to be content if I have right. or I don't have. I've learned to be content. And I think that that's one of the things that and uh, I feel that like that should be a goal, like when, mm-hmm. when in single life is like is not to not. Um, how do you say 
not to just throw in the towel and just be like, ah, oh, whatever. No, mm-hmm. but like be content, like in learning and knowing how to be alone, mm-hmm. knowing how to like enjoy yourself. Like, mm-hmm. cause that's one of the things like sometimes like, can we even enjoy our ourselves? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's true. Yeah. I had a friend once tell me like, Hey, just go to a restaurant by yourself and sit down and just yeah. enjoy that time by yourself. If you can do that, then, yeah. then you're not going to really need much mm-hmm. people, not in a negative way, yeah. but just again enjoying your own presence yeah. you know can you go to the movie theaters by yourself i remember him telling me that yeah and i was like man i don't think i've ever gone to a movie theater yeah. by myself and i did it one time yeah. and i was like all right i guess yeah. i'll actually watch the movie <laughs> you know yeah. I was like, yeah. just really pay attention now you know <laughs> but but it, it's it's true because it's like we're, we're so used to being with you know with people all around mm-hmm. us whether it be friends or you're dating you know yeah. like usually when you're like at home and you're like Hmm, I kind of want to go to the movies. You have to hit somebody up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now nah, there, there, sh- there could be moments where you could just be by yourself. And like mm-hmm. you said, it's not a negative thing. It's just yeah. getting to know yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. Man, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always like one of my mentors, he's always like, um, he passed away already, but mm-hmm. he used to always say like, yeah, you need to find ways to, um, uh, you need to find ways to entertain yourself in a way, like mm-hmm. positive in a healthy way, like where, you're not just relying on your wife, you know what I mean? Or you're just mm-hmm. not relying on your, even just your kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like you got to find things that you like to do, that you enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, that are going to refresh you and things like that. Right. But a lot of times, man, like a lot of men um, and and women too. This is the next question. What toxic traits did you guys see in your life when you guys started dating? What were some of the things that you're like... <laughs> Dane, when we first started dating, <laughs> she had a list for me. <laughs> what, what was the list? <laughs> well, I'm a personal trainer, so that was already right off the tops, you know. Um, I remember when we first dated, I actually told her that I was talking to other people. I let okay. her know right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Hey, I'm like talking to everyone and everyone." <laughs> Hey, if you want to just, I did. I, I was very, very trained. When I told her that this was an interview, I was like, oh, I was very serious about that. Yeah. I was like, hey, like, mm-hmm. if you want to, like, remain my friend, cool. If you don't, I get it. If you want something more, then this this actually wasn't really in the mood to, like, date. Yeah. I remember telling you, I was like, I just kind of just want to see where it goes. You, you wanted know? to build a friendship. Yeah, first. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure there was, she already had a list of traits for me <laughs> like i don't know i don't know i don't know but i was very honest from her from yeah. the beginning i was yeah. very like i communicated with her everything you know and you know i i don't i don't know what other toxic traits i had but i know you were like oh he's a trainer it a was, trainer at self-made you know? it was funny because um you know coming from a past experience of like jealousy and insecurity and all that stuff as a woman um, you know, my first thought when he said he was a trainer, I was like, oh, he's around a lot of women. Like, I probably don't look like a 10. Like, I'm not even close to his what he's going to want, you know, because that was that insecurity part inside yeah. me thinking that I wasn't going to be that person for him. Yeah. Maybe he's expecting something else. Um, but, you know, then again, I allowed myself to just deep go back into myself and say, hey, you know what? Like, you got to value your worth and yeah. go in there. You know, and wherever it go, wherever it goes, it's gonna go. And one thing I I did love about him was that he was very honest. And yeah. I went into, you know, friendship, going into getting to know each mm-hmm. other is, you got to have those uncomfortable talks. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's 
the first couple of dates, whether it's the first couple of weeks or a month, yeah. I always tell every couple, have those uncomfortable talks and let it be clean, let it be mutual, yeah. let it be understanding. Because months from now, you have those talks and then there's arguments. Right. You know? So you guys have to be able to sit there with each other and be able to understand what his lifestyle was before he met you. Right. What my lifestyle was before he met me. Yeah. And go into that and understand each other and be willing enough to say, hey, okay, we did this, you did that, I did yeah. that. Let's put it behind and let's see where life is going to go. Yeah. And that's one of the best things that we have till this day is that we ver we're very open with each other. We communicate yeah. very great as, you know, as a best friend. And that's what mm -hmm. I love about us is that, you know, we don't fight. We really talk about everything. Yeah. And, we're quick enough to go in and understand the situation and let it go, work on it together and just continue the lives that we're building with each other. You yeah. know, so that's the grateful part out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so when he has said, you know, when we were dating and getting to know each other, yeah, was, uh, my part, I was like, oh, so was that? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because I mean, yeah, like that's because um, everything's a risk, you know, right. any any relationship, yeah. even friendship and everything. It's always you're always kind of like going in with a risk because mm -hmm. relationships involve our soul, involves our emotions, it involves yeah. our heart, you know. And so, you know, we're always putting exposing ourselves out mm -hmm. there. So in the beginning for him to like say that, I'd be like, hey, you know what? <laughs> what like honestly, though, like low key, was that kind of like hard or was it like, man, you know what? I can respect that. He's being honest. Yeah. In all honesty, it was more like I can respect that because yeah. we're not young. Yeah, you know, there yeah. there is a whole lifestyle out there there's, yeah. there's now he's on a dating app i met him on a dating app yeah. <laughs> so you were kind of like yeah. she knew what she signed up she for yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's a, that's the raw footage part is that i did meet you on a dating application yeah. with a lot of women on there yeah so i can't go in there being insecure thinking that you're not gonna have a roster Right. I know you are. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I might. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we knew what we got ourselves into right. and where it was going to lead to. Yeah. It's and taking so a chance. It's taking, it's taking chance. that chance. Yeah. And, and that just, that gave me more respect for her because it's like any, like anyone could just been like, hey, like, bye, you know? Yeah. And, and that would have been okay because that's what they thought, you know? Right. Hey, it, this isn't for me, you know? But for the fact that she, because we honestly did start off as just like friends, mm -hmm. you know? We really just get, we, we, it kind of felt like we were just like friends. But then after like about a month, month and a half, it's like, no, I, I really do want to be with you. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> let's do it. Company. Yeah, yeah. Like, like my company started being from like, oh, we're just meeting once a week to now we're hanging out almost every day. Yeah. You know, like, all right, I can see myself with you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. No, yeah. So, babe, what other, babe, I think she, he asked for your toxic what traits. Are, yeah. <laughs> okay. What are, I, was yeah. For, I was like, why is all the toxic traits on me? Bro? I was just about to jump in. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Sandra. Okay. <laughs> nah. What was I saying? What, what about you, got Sandra? No toxic like, traits. <laughs> <laughs> um you know <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> i i don't then again I'm, I'm trying to recap on you know back at the time yeah um not very very much on toxic traits on it was just more in a sense you know going into the dating app and having to expose you know what what was your past experience um you know when i got to see his profile he was just a single guy no kids, never been married. I was like, oh, I got it on, <laughs> you know? So when we had went into going on dates with each other, the first date, I had let him know, like, hey, I have two kids and I was previously married. And, 
you know, this is where it's at. And I was very scared because, you know, you don't know what the other person's going to think. Right. Like, you know, you could take it in, in a negative way. You're like, oh, that's probably too much baggage right there. You yeah. know, I don't want to deal with that. Like, what? It, how is that person on the other side? Yeah. You know, so... One of the things is that what I respected on myself was, you know, take the time to get to know the person. Don't just throw it all out there. Yeah. And I, you know, I was very open with him on certain things in my life where I didn't know if it was an issue with him. And I was scared. Yeah. But also, too, I was like, you know, I need to trust myself and I need to trust him. Yeah. I need to trust where we're going to be. Yeah. Um, because we do come from a different lifestyle from each other's, you know. And so as as it progressed, you know, he got to understand and start to see some of the raw, raw footage, yeah. you know, and it was scary for me in the beginning because I was like, man, like, is this person going to walk away? Yeah. You know, because that's the part that I was scared of because, you know, again, past experience, yeah. that's what had happened. And yeah. it was, it, it hurt a lot to try to put myself back out there again. Yeah. And I once told him, I said, I'm sorry, but if I'm in this, I'm in this forever. Like, that's it. I'm not yeah. playing this game again. Yeah. And I think that's what he liked because I was like, you know, this is this is it. I'm not doing this yeah. again. You know, like if I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. And if you're in, you're in too. So let's sure. let's do it. Let's go for it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Because, yeah, I mean, I, I I can totally understand how that would be scary, mm -hmm. you know, to go in, you know, given your situation. Because, yeah, like you said, like it's you always have that in the back of your mind. You know what I mean? Like and, and that's why I give. I have, uh, um, you know, so much uh, respect for, for single moms, mm -hmm. you know, with kids that are trying to find love again. You know what I mean? Like I, I have so much uh, sympathy and, and so mm -hmm. much understanding for them because I, you know, just the dating world itself is crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know, but then, you know, now you are, you know, to put yourself out there after whatever might have happened, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's kind of like getting out of a surgery. Oh. You know, it's like. You know, yeah. you you want to like your body, your mind wants to go all in, but mm -hmm. you know you have to listen to your body. Mm -hmm. You have to. I mean, you as a personal trainer know, like yeah. you know, you have to take those steps little by little, strengthen areas mm -hmm. in your life, and that's why I like what you said right now is because I feel like sometimes um, when people go on a healing journey, for example, um, what can happen? I know it's happened to me where we can become so overprotective mm -hmm. of ourselves mm -hmm. where we we now are content with ourselves we're content with the place where we're at mm -hmm. and now we want to whatever the situation may be we want to go back in mm -hmm. but there's that fear mm -hmm. you yeah. know and maybe sometimes we can be so overprotective where you know we can lay all the cards on the table yeah. like <laughs> in that first day or those first moments yeah. or whatever and just and we can scare people and yeah. be like Oh, dang, like, you know what I mean? Like, whoa, whoa, yeah. this is too much. Like, slow yeah, down. Right. But I like what you said is that you, you, even though you had that fear, even though you had it, but you're like, you know what? I'm going to get to know this person little by little. Yeah. And I'm going to expose little by little. And I'm going to understand little by little. And, mm -hmm. and then even being willing to have healthy conversations mm -hmm. from the start. Because I think that's mm -hmm. another huge thing yeah. is yeah. not being willing to have these honest conversations mm -hmm. in the start, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, to... that was key, like communication. Mm -hmm. Like right from the beginning yeah. it was, was was communication, you know? And, not just, and like you said, like not being afraid to have that conversation. Yeah. And so I think part of like putting it in the perspective of like people who are watching and, and, and are thinking about dating is like, don't be afraid to ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be afraid to ask that question that's in the back of your mind. Like, 
especially if you've been like dating somebody for a while, like, hey, you need to have these conversations mm. right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the way that we communicate is different, but now we're like, we met each other in the middle. Yeah. She was one person that was like, Oh, like if we had an issue, like let's let's talk about it when everyone diffuses. You know, mm-hmm. like let's diffuse first, and then we'll have the conversation like maybe later today. Yeah, I'm more like, hey, let's have this conversation right here and right now. Yeah. If you tell me, if you tell me that we're good, then we are good, and we are walking out of this door with a smile on our face, like nothing's bothering yeah, us. Yeah, and it's not gonna come back. Yeah, it's not gonna come back. If you left it, you left it there, then leave it there. Yeah, but I have to understand that. Not everyone communicates like that. Yeah. Right. You know, I had to go back and kind of reflect and basically like humble myself and, and be like, you know what? Maybe I do need to diffuse a little bit before we have this conversation. Yeah. Or maybe she's not. She's probably processing it differently. Yeah. So that that's important, too, is like figuring out like whoever you're dating, mm-hmm. um, kind of figuring out like what's the best way to communicate yeah and i yeah that's and i think that's so that's such beautiful advice man because yeah it's like i think sometimes we can go into a situation with a picture perfect mentality you know and and or like my wife said earlier we can um start to set really high expectations Mm -hmm. for each other of what we expect from one another but we never communicate it Mm -hmm. you know they're just kind of imagined Mm -hmm. expectations you know or unspoken expectations and it's so dangerous because because mm-hmm. then, man, like, you know, you don't give you don't give the grace to one another to understand that we are different, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that every personality is different. And I think that's the danger zone of not right. healing before dating, because we can project our past hurts oh, yeah. onto the new oh, relationship. Yeah, you know, we yeah. can we could easily, easily do that if we don't fix what if we mm-hmm. don't allow God to fix or heal. And it's not doesn't mean that. When I say like allow God to fix or heal, it doesn't mean that it's going to happen instantaneous, mm-hmm. but at least it does bring us the awareness that, you know what, this person is not my past relationship mm-hmm. or this person is not my past friendship. Right. You know, this per- I have to be graceful enough to give them the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if they do show an ugly side of themselves, like be graceful because yeah. there's ugly sides on, of me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think sometimes we can forget that. Like, and that's why I was like, what are the toxic traits? Because like, yeah, like, and some of the things that you guys i think those are toxic traits that i think a lot of us have like mm-hmm. the trust issues mm-hmm. you know like that of course can be very toxic you know what mm-hmm. i mean like the the communication styles mm-hmm. you know like the wanting you know I, we had like issues like that mm-hmm. in the beginning too like where and I, not just in the beginning like for a lot like yeah. where she was the type that wanted things answers right now and then mm-hmm. and i was the kind i was like look answers. like <laughs> yeah, fix. I want to fix the situation right here, right now. And I was always kind of like, no, like, you know, you don't want my answer right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. it might not be what, yeah. what, uh, it might not be what you want to hear mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it is better to diffuse, right. think about things, and then be able to come back, mm-hmm. you know, better. So understanding that is, is huge, huge, yeah, huge, especially in dating. Cause then I think that's when, I think that's where you give people a fair chance, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like sometimes in, in dating, people don't give each other that fair chance because they don't really get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And then the moment they do, you know, expose who they really are or something, right. you know, it's it's kind of like, oh, I didn't know this about you. Right. Right. You know? It's, it's, it's kind of tough too. like nowadays, like 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 you said, give that person time and give them a chance, because nowadays it's like. 
social media and media itself mm-hmm. is just showing that yeah. like that that it's got to be like quick mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if they don't make this much money if they don't do this if they don't do that yeah. then you better leave them you know mm-hmm. for guys and for girls mm-hmm. you know yeah. i see i'm scrolling on tiktok and it's like you know one minute i see a list of like girls making a list like where they can't where guys can't take them and it's oh, like number yeah. one was like like <laughs> cheesecake, cheesecake. I, was I was like, like we just went <laughs> I love that. I've been going in on the bread. It's bomb. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It has like every list that I like. Like Yard House, Cheesecake. I was like, I like all these places. But then I scroll and then it's a guy like speaking down on like, hey, like you should, you know, uh, like on women. Like, and it's just like both ways, you know, it goes both ways. Like, and so the society just wants everybody to like to be so fast and to have to basically already have it. Yeah. And not all of us have it, you know? Right. You know, we're 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 all figuring it out. And then at that point you put two people together and it's like you're figuring it out together. Yeah. You know? And that's oh man, I'm glad that you, you brought that up because yeah, bro, like I, I think co- like again, culture man really does whether we know it or not, whether we believe it or not, whether we accept it or not, um, culture does have a big big mm-hmm. say like on yeah. how dating friendships even sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. um the other day, man, I heard I think it was Lecrae. Mm-hmm. Um, he posted something where he was like, man, like not all, not all social media content should be taken as advice, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. too many times, like we do, or so, too many times we do have people trying to, you know, and that's one thing that I'm very careful with. Like I never, because I, I'm a very big, like everyone's always like, you're mm-hmm. always talking about context, context. I was like, because context is key. Yes. Yeah. It is. Like it's key. Like I, I mean, I'm. I don't care how if it bothers you or not, or I don't <laughs> care if people. But it's because it's key. Like mm-hmm. when I'm, why? Because I, I have first of all, like I have hands on in my own life, but I have hands on experience with other people, mm-hmm. and not every single person that we've talked to or we've dealt with or even my own life has been the same. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so every situation, every personality, everyone's life experience is different. Everyone's past mm-hmm. is different. So context is so important. Right. You know, but we do live in a culture where it's like we take bits and pieces of advice from from people that don't know mm-hmm. context of our own life. Right. And that's why I'm a big believer in in community. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in mentorship, like having people that know you, right. having close relationships mm-hmm. to you because giving them the context to your life is huge to mentoring you to counseling you to Mm -hmm. giving you the answers because yeah social media man they're gonna it can drag you boom yeah if they're like like, cheesecake factory yeah yeah, like come on man like i bet you anything bro like their bread their bread is so good bro the brown one i don't know what kind it is the brown one the brown one nice and soft bro you butter it up bro when it's all warm too you know what i mean like but you know what I mean? But how many, like, what's crazy, though, about that is we can laugh about it. Yeah. But how many people have actually took that serious? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I am I can guarantee you that a lot of people took that serious. And there's, and that's the, what's sad is that you got young guys going into the dating market mm-hmm. with this type of mentality. And, you know, it's sad that, and that's mm-hmm. where things like that happen. Like what you brought up earlier is like. They get taken advantage of, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, they get um, they get used, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or, you know, or girls that think that um, they set all these high expectations, you know, where they should be doing having this, they should yeah. have this. Mm-hmm. But then they don't think about what about their personality? Exactly. Right. Yeah. How are they, you know, and right. how are they with my kids? Mm-hmm. Right. right. 
How are they with my parents? Mm-hmm. How are they with their parents? Mm-hmm. You know, how are they with the waiter, with the waitress? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how do they treat people? Like, right. you know, um, and we forget about all these morals. We forget about all these values. And we, you know, we're, we're you know, TikTok think, counsels us sometimes. <laughs> I think what it is, is that I always tell my girlfriends, I'm like, every couple, not a couple, I'm sorry, but every men and woman, they're structured on this timeline. You know, it's that timeline where they're her twenties. They're like, "Oh, let me get the career. Let me get that job. Yeah. Let me get that woman. Let me get that ring. Let me get that house. Let me get that family, and then I'll be happy." Yeah. And then it's like, no, that's not how it's supposed to go. Right. You're supposed to get in touch with yourself. Don't that stuff will come eventually. Yeah. But take mm-hmm. time. Take time, and yeah. you know, for someone as myself was rushed into all that. You know, I realized I was like, man, this isn't the life. Yeah. That everyone, that society pushed you for. Yeah. You know, so that's where, you know, unfortunately with the generation we see now, they're waiting for that timeline. I need to do this by the time I'm 30. Yeah. You know, I need to get here. I need to be in love. I need to be married. You know, oh, that person's married. That person got there. There. Why can I get there? And it's like, no, take your time. Yeah. Every, every situation, context. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be my new word. Right? Keyword, 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 context. No, yeah, because and 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 kind of picking back off that, because right now, like right away, what came to my mind is like I think about like my grandma, mm. my grandma who passed away. Well, both my great grandma and my grandma, they're 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 now gone. And um, but I think about their life, and I think about uh, like for example, man, my grandma, she's man, she was like one of the happiest persons I ever met. Mm. You know, and she didn't have much, you know, it wasn't, she didn't have a lot to offer. She didn't have, um, you know, but she had so much richness, you know what I mean? Like, and her personality and the way she was, um, she was so loving, so kind and everyone loved her and her, her children adore her, adored her, um, uh, us as grandkids adore her, adored her. I mean, and you know, but I, I think about that is that she knew who she was, mm-hmm. you know, and I think about my great grandma, too. I mean, when she passed away, literally the whole ranch over there in Mexico, like the whole ranch, and it's a big ranch mm-hmm. of people over there. They were all at her at, at yeah. her funeral, mm-hmm. you know, all of them, because they all knew the type of person, you know, and and, and I just can't I, I, I can't help to think like, man, like sometimes we I'm not saying that. I understand we're in a different time. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not oblivious to that. Like, I understand we're in a different Mm -hmm. time. But I feel that sometimes we do miss out. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. we do miss out on really what matters. Right. You know, and and because it really does go back to them. Like, they just, they understood who they were. Mm -hmm. And they were, and they were happy enough to accept who they were. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't have to, like, follow a crazy pipe dream. You know, if mm-hmm. it wasn't in the cards for them, it wasn't in the yeah. cards, but they were still able to be content right. Right. and they were still able to raise a beautiful, I mean, like my great grandma, we we're doing the math the other day and it was like, it's like over 120 descendants, mm. you know, from my great grandma. Yeah. And I'm like, man, she was so rich, right? maybe not wealthy, like money and all that, but she was so rich with family, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and I feel that a lot of times we do, we do we do miss that where it's like, who are we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, who, mm-hmm. who are we? Who am I? Who is Sandra? Who is George? Who is mm-hmm. George? Who is Jeanette? Mm-hmm. Like, who are we? Mm-hmm. And are we content with that? Yeah. And then if we can build off that together, like that's more beautiful than just, Hey, you gotta, 
it's a list of check marks. Yeah. Right, if you don't, right. if you don't check off this list, mm-hmm. uh, we can't buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the dating world now. Yeah, uh, I'm glad I'm not in it anymore. Right, same, same. <laughs> yeah, respectfully, man. of course, respectfully. Yeah. So my next question is, how did? Because I didn't, I didn't get to ask that. How did you feel about that? Because you come from a single mom. Yeah. George, right? Yeah. So when she told you that, like, hey, like, what was your, what was your reaction? How'd you feel? So it wasn't my first rodeo. <laughs> I had dated before uh, with people that have kids. Okay. You know, so it wasn't my first rodeo. Um, so when when she told me, you know, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of took a step back because I kind of saw how she was as far as like with her kids, how she would talk about her kids, you know, and she told me right away, she's like, oh, you're not going to meet my kids anytime soon. It's going to take a long time. Okay. You know, and it was, it took about a year. Wow. And honestly, <laughs> that to me was like a green flag. Yeah. So this is going to be advice for any dude that is out there that has is dating uh, a single mom. If a mom shows you their kids right away, that is a red flag. Because... Wow. They're just exposing to as many men as they can, and that and that was just from my experience. Right when I when I dated someone who had kids and they would show me their kids like right away, like two weeks after knowing them, a month after knowing them, and me barely knowing them, that was already a red a red flag for me because it was like, oh, what other guy have you exposed your kids to? And then that's why it didn't work out, you know. Versus Mm -hmm. when. When she she was like, you're not going to meet my kids anytime soon. Yeah. I respected that. And I kind of was kind of like saying like, hey, um, let's see if it's true. Let's yeah. see if it's true. And it was. <laughs> it was. And it let me know like, it let me know like her parenting style. It kind of let me know a little bit about like, uh, like boundaries. That's what it was. It was boundaries. Boundary. Can, yeah. can you set boundaries? Can you do this? And at the same time, I, the thing that a lot of people don't talk about boundaries either is when someone sets boundaries... You, 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 the person on the other end has to respect that. Mm. And that's what I had to do. It like taught me like more self-discipline, like respecting those boundaries. And also when I met her kids, it was already respect right off the bat because it mm. wasn't like me saying, hey, me, let me meet your kids. Yeah. It wasn't her saying, hey, yeah. do you want to meet George? Remember? It was mm. her kids saying, yeah, I want to meet George. Mm. It was, it was very natural. It was, it was random. It was, she was like, hey, my kids are asking about you more because you know they start seeing like pictures and you know like that mom is like going on a date you know and so they were like we want to meet george so when they met me it was very like it wasn't it was very organic it was very organic right it wasn't awkward or anything like that you know they were cool i bought them pizza and i had the (laughs) nintendo i had a nintendo 64 so i brought it out it was like in the closet and i brought it out and so we're playing nintendo 64 yeah (laughs) yeah it was mario kart got a little bit of alcohol (laughs) it was was mario kart and you know we we, we were playing and you know they had a good time yeah Yeah. a good time that's cool no that's that's huge what what was your um talk about a little bit your your reasoning behind that year (laughs) um well you know a lot of it had to do with respect respect for myself yeah you know I didn't want to expose my kids like that to anybody because, you know, all they know is their dad. 
And I was like, okay, I want to make sure I take my time with this because I've seen my friends go through what they went through, yeah. you know, see them in and out of relationships and their kids are going through it, you know, and it's, and it's tough because I'm like, man, the only one that's hurting are those kids. You know, because they're seeing all that. And yeah. then again, I reflect back to myself of when I was growing up and what I saw. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that's what I don't want to be. I don't want to be like my stepmom. I don't want to see that. You know, so I want to give that same respect to my children. Yeah. And that was one of the biggest things that when I told him, I said, you're not going to meet my kids because you're going to meet me for me. Not me as a mother, not me as a divorced woman, not who you think I am on social media, but just me. That's because good. I want you to know who Sandra is. Dang, and then, that's, that's deep. and that's then the good. mother will come, and then yeah. myself will come. You that's, know everything else that comes man, with it. So that's really good. I like that. <laughs> that, I, that, that I've was, never seen it like that. And that no, that's really good. Yeah. And yeah. you know, once um, like I say all the time, time means everything. So when we started to get to know each other, you know, he had asked me to be his girlfriend a couple of months after that, and it was a beautiful setting too. On top of that, because um, prior when I started dating him, um, I had bought concert tickets, Christian concert tickets. And we were talking about it back in like July. I'm buying the tickets for November. Okay. So I'm like in, I'm like, all right, yeah, this yeah. guy, you, you know, we're going to go. Months you know? ahead, so, yeah. <laughs> and we, you know, we, we go, we, we not even a lot of my friends kept asking, kept asking me like, what if it's not him? And you're buying the tickets. I'm like, whatever God goes, like we're gonna go. You know, have an extra ticket. I'll take my kids. <laughs> but you know, it happened, and you know, we went to concert ticket. We went to con the concert. It was beautiful. It was magical. It was. It was very graceful, and yeah. it, it felt very loving and pure. And I felt God right there. Um, and I also felt God telling me, like, you know, continue to be patient. I'm going to show you the way I'm going to show you. Yeah. And as you continually having me in the center of your direction, the time will come yeah. to, introduce, to introduce those kids to him. And it happened to be that, you know, my kids, they had asked me to like, are you talking to somebody? I was like, no, mom's <laughs> just, mom's just, you know, I can't be, I'm no, I'm going to be by myself. And then at one point my kids were like, you know, dad's dating. How come you're not talking to nobody? And I'm like, uh, that's when the time comes, the time will come. Yeah, yeah. And so probably we were already like, together at that point and as it got closer you know my son started noticing he's like hmm, you're smiling a little bit different now <laughs> you know and it was so beautiful to see my son yeah. happy and he had told my sister like you know mom's really happy I see that in her and as a month passed by my son had mentioned he was like mom can I can I meet George because I had told him his name and he, I was like yeah of course and that's when I reached out to George and I was like hey babe like um, <laughs> kids want to meet you and at that point that's where I felt like I was like man this is we're, we're going in the right path you know I took I took my time and I was very graceful to finally allow it to grow where it needed to go yeah you know? no that's really good I, I really like that point that you said of that again like it's that's really good because um I never really saw it that way, but that's a really good point that you wanted him to know you. Yeah. You know, because I, I think, yeah, like, uh, I'm sure you've probably even seen it too growing up where, you know, like, yeah, like uh, you're introduced to the kids and then you can you can fall in love with the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been situations like that where, you know, um, they fall in love with the kids and then, you know, let's say it doesn't work out between mm -hmm. and it's, it is very painful because maybe mm -hmm. that 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 mom that um that woman or that man vice versa mm -hmm. can like man i really fell in love with these kids mm -hmm. like i was really hope or the kids yeah. fall in love with them you yeah. know what i mean and 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 then it just becomes harder or sometimes they'll stay 
together mm -hmm. because of that. Mm -hmm. You know, so I really like that point. Like that's a really good point. I think that mm -hmm. people can, I think people can pick up on that and say, yeah, you know what? That's a really good point. Like, cause, cause yeah, there's nothing more important than, cause at the end of the day, yeah. Like it's even with, with like, they always tell us like um, in marriage counseling and all that. I was like, yeah, like it's okay. You're looking after the kids and that's great. That's important. But at the end of the day, these one one of these days, these kids are gonna be yeah. gone. Yeah. They're gonna go to college. Yeah. They're gonna go to, you know, uh, they're gonna get a, their own families one day, mm -hmm. and it's just gonna be you and you. Mm -hmm. So, cultivate that relationship right. more than anything. So, right. so I love that. I love mm -hmm. that. And then, um, so when you find like okay, one year respected the boundaries, <laughs> you know, what I mean, pulled out. Um, how has that been? uh cultivating the relationship now with with kids like soon to be yeah yeah your stepson and yeah. stepdaughter yeah so i mean it's 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 fun it's never a dull moment it's never a dull moment with kids uh they definitely bring out a different side you know especially someone who doesn't have kids yeah you know um it, you really have to be unselfish to be a parent you know, it's all about the kids, mm -hmm. you know. Yes, there's a part of you where it's like, I need to develop myself. But then at mm -hmm. the same time, you start as a parent, you're like, you're doing this for them. Right. You know, everything you're doing, you know, we were just having this conversation. Yeah. I was like, you know, like I have other business ventures on the side. And, and I told her, I was like, look, I'm doing this for you guys. You know, it wasn't even about I, and I didn't even like think about it twice. I said, it's, it's for you guys, you know. It's not about me anymore. Yeah. It's about us as a family, you know, what we're bringing in, you know. Yeah. It's uh, me and her and then her two kids, you know, soon to be my kids as well, you know. I'm yeah. going to look at it like that, you yeah. know. And so we're, you know, I just want to be the best example that I can, mm -hmm. you know, the, the best example that I can. Yeah, they have their dad, but while they're here with us, right. you know, I have to be the best that I can, Yeah, you know. So the relationship is is it's been good. It's yeah. been really really good. Yeah. We, yeah, we have good good talks. Me and her son Landon, and then uh, man Stella, that's that's my homegirl <laughs> right bestie. there. Yeah, that's my little bestie right there. You know, that's cool. Man. Yeah, she always wants to go with me everywhere I go. You know, even yeah. if it's just like walking the dog, she's like, yeah, I go with you. Let's go. You yeah, know? let's go. That's cool. And how does that make you feel when you see? Uh, that? Like it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know, there's moments I just capture in my head, and I'm like, yeah, I need my phone for this. <laughs> <laughs> but other times I'm like, this is beautiful. Like God is good. Yeah. God is really good. You know, it's crazy how how everything had ventured as from what you know our our experience just itself, our past experience, or what yeah. we had to go through to finally get to where we're at today. And yeah. you know, so capturing those moments and seeing that joy and seeing you know the love in that, and the kids finally get to experience like mommy happy. Yeah. You know, and mommy now loves George. You know, my kids are funny because they're like, "Ew, you guys are kissing." <laughs> but the crazy part behind closed doors, my son had told my sister, "It's great to see mommy kissing George rather than yelling at my dad." Mm -hmm. So, and it's yeah. that dynamic is is, is beautiful to hear. It's both beautiful to hear it itself because it's kind of like, man, that's what I want my kids to see. Right. I want them to see that you know, yes, it didn't work out between me and your dad, but there is love out there, you know, as long as you continue to put yourself out there and you yeah. trust the process, like you will, you, I hope, you know, I pray that, you know, my kids see me and they're like, damn, mm. like that's, that's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You literally are able to change the trajectory that mm -hmm. they, that they, they could have had. Cause yeah, like I said earlier, yeah. sometimes we, we are 
we are vacuumed in. We're mm-hmm. sucked back into the toxic behaviors that we did see growing mm-hmm. up, you know, and, you know, whether it be um, trying to find love in the wrong mm-hmm. places or whether it be struggling with being alone or whether it be like, you know, struggling with how do I, how do I go into this dating scene? How yeah. do I, how yeah. do I treat, a, yeah. how do I treat a lady? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and I think there's, that's why like, I'm, I'm a big believer, like there's, you know, we can reach the world, but what good is it that we reach the world if we lose our soul? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that that's why I'm, I'm such a firm believer in, in cultivating the family. You know, mm-hmm. family is important because oh, yeah. our kids gonna are going to see that, you know, mm-hmm. our kids are going to see how like that should be our desire. Like I, I, you know, I want my son to know how to treat a lady. Mm-hmm. You know, I want my son to learn how to uh, resolve conflict in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. I want my daughter to be able to see that, you know what I mean? And so yeah. being able to work at that, it's not easy, you know, yeah. like I know, right? Like it's, it's like, you know, we, see, but it's not, it's right. It's yeah. not easy. It, like, it's, it's definitely not easy. Yeah, it's, it's not. It takes a lot of work. Yeah, you know? it's work, man. But I'm excited. I'm excited to, to see what, what, um, what continues to flourish mm-hmm. out of this relationship with you guys. Like I'm excited to, you know, it's exciting to be able, like you said, man, that um, you're going to take on that role. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's a beautiful thing, too. You know, like I, I've always said it. Um, I have family that um, where a stepdad is in the picture and and they uh, they adopted them like just like if they were their own. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, and, and, and it's a beautiful thing to be able to see that, you know, and because it get, it really does. It does something mm-hmm. to like we're a blended family too, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I love to see how she embraces my daughter. You know, I love to see that there's, it's a beautiful feeling when it's mm-hmm. like, okay, like yeah. the dots are connecting. Right. Yeah. And right. and like what God said, man, that he causes all things to work together, mm-hmm. together for those that love him, yeah. you know? And that's a beautiful thing that, that's a beautiful hope mm-hmm. to have. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a beautiful message that, we can leave to people is that it doesn't matter what you've gone through or or where you've been or how ugly your past might have been mm-hmm. like god is able to turn it around but i think the key is like what you said earlier is surrender yeah, yeah. Very surrendering. and so why do you think it's hard sometimes for people to to come to that place of surrender i mean my pastor said it good one time he said as weird as it sounds, it's because sin feels good. You know, the things of this world, like people don't want to give it up. And with the things of this world comes also thinking like the world, mm-hmm. you know. So surrendering, like as as in society, for example, as a man, like you're not taught to surrender. You're taught to fight back. Yeah. You're taught, ain't nobody going to talk to me like that. Ain't nobody going to do this. You, you're taught to fight back, but you're not taught to surrender and just, hey, mm-hmm. give it up. It's not about you. You can't do it by yourself, you know? Sometimes yeah. you do need help. Yeah. No one talks about that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think that's why it's tough to surrender because, one, like you said, like the culture, society itself, and then something going back to 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 your childhood to to all of our childhood is like there, something was embedded in there yeah. and it's tough to uproot that and with with surrendering like 
that takes practice too because mm-hmm. you could surrender for a second and then you fall back into it you're like yeah. no nah, you know what i'm gonna revert no nah, no nah, mm-hmm. give it back yeah. to me I'm this good. isn't working yeah this mm-hmm. isn't working yeah. I, I tried it then nope it's not gonna work again yeah but if if you surrender you'll you'll see the good behind it but again it's tough yeah it's tough it goes with all of us yeah. you know yeah. That's true. Yeah. i think the toughest part about it is you know as women and men um having that closure to surrender you know it's one of those things like a lot of people are so focused on blaming that other person and other people about their actions but it's kind of like what about your own actions mm. you know one of the biggest part of my journey is um when I had to go through the self-healing, I had to realize like, hey, I was toxic at one point. I did have a lot of negative issues. I did, you know, whether it was good or bad, like there was some working things that I needed to do within myself. And um, I took one long drive to the mountains. And I remember just pinpointing like, you know, God, how come that person can't be like this? Can't be like that? Like this, this and that. And I heard God heavy say, what about you? What about you? You're not perfect either. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I was like, man, you're right. (laughs) And I remember just putting the gospel music on and put my hands up. I got out of the car at one point and fell to the ground. And I remember saying, like, God, I'm sorry. I didn't work on myself. I didn't love myself. I didn't value myself to enough to see the mistakes that I was going through, that I was dealing with, what I was putting that other person with, putting them on, you know. So when you don't see yourself, you're never going to see anything. You're always going to blame somebody else for that. And I think that's where coming into a new relationship, I'm like, I'm done putting the blame on someone because I need to see from my own actions. Yeah. You know, it, it's that working progress. Yeah. You know, so I love it. Yeah. So it's like, I, yeah, I, I, I think you guys both brought a good mix of like, yeah, surrender because mm. it's hard to surrender because, yeah, sin feels good. You know, and that is a very difficult thing, you know, sometimes to let go of, you know, because we do want the the moment pleasure, you know, but eventually like we all got to come to terms to be like, man, do we want it our way or God's mm-hmm. way? Mm-hmm. You know, God will. And that's the beautiful thing about God is that he still gives us a second chance, third chance, mm-hmm. fourth chance, you know, and he's always waiting with open arms, yeah. you know, and the day we get tired, you know, what I mean, but what I always tell people is that don't wait so long, though. Because with the decisions we make also comes learned patterns. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things that I always try to I always try to encourage people. I'm like, look, it's 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 not that God's gonna stop loving you. He's he loves you for who you are. Mm-hmm. But you gotta understand that the more we practice this, the more we continue to do this, the harder it's going to be. Yeah. Like you said, the continued surrender. Mm-hmm. You know, or like you said earlier, like we can surrender for that moment, but then when we're you know, back to uh, a moment where it, it triggers us, you know, or we remember a certain mm-hmm. feeling or something and it can trigger us back to that behavior, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and so we have to, we have to be able to, and then have accountability, yeah. you know, cause that's one thing that I'm, I'm super huge on in, and that's kind of our, even our goal with the, with moving forward with the podcast is, is really, that's why I love so much that, um, with mental health and, and, God's way and mental health, like it can go together. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know as the church, we've kind of been bad at kind of dealing with mental health at times, mm-hmm. but because we think that we have to separate it, but in reality, it, we don't. Like it's, right. it does go together, like yeah. because we have to understand that if we take accountability and take responsibility, we, I know I can admit and, and we can admit that 
a lot of the things that we do go through or we have gone through, it has been because of our sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it really, it it does root back to that. And so God wants us to understand that, yeah, there's outside situations that influence, mm-hmm. but at the same time, at the end of the day, you still have to deal mm-hmm. with that inside. Right. Mm-hmm. And once right. you allow God to deal with that inside, then it becomes like, it's like, like the Bible literally says like scales that fall off our eyes. Mm-hmm. Now we're able to see, okay, man, now, oh, wow, I understand mm-hmm. why I'm this way now. Yeah. So I, I got to change this, you know, and and I have to improve in this area or I have to humble myself in this yeah. area <laughs> or yeah. I got to like accept, you know, yeah. I got to accept this for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so thank you guys so much for that, for, for, Man, how long did we do? <laughs> yeah, see, like it, it goes by quick, man. We could yeah. be here forever, bro. Yeah, it's it goes by so quick. But um, thank you guys so much, man. Well, thank for, you for, for having sh- us. Yeah, for sharing <laughs> you, you guys' you. journey and last words, man. Last words of uh, take your time, no no rush. Whatever you want to say, if you guys want to look into that camera and whatever you guys want to encourage. Last words of encouragement. Last words of encouragement. I guess I would say, saying what my fiance was saying earlier, just take your time. Take your time. Just take your time. Mm -hmm. Take time to date yourself, to get Mm -hmm. to know yourself. Take time. If you are dating someone, just take time to get to know them for them, whether Mm -hmm. if they're a single parent, former divorcee. I mean, I'm speaking from someone who's in their Mm -hmm. 30s, and that's that's pretty common, you know. Mm -hmm. And so... Take your time, and then, you know, I think from there, it'll, it'll be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what my fiance said. <laughs> Any words of encouragement? Or? Um, you know, it's just love yourself. As for the ladies, love yourself. Um, continue to date yourself as well. Whether you are out of the dating scene, you know, just find that moment to just be there for yourself. Um, and when that dating scene does come, trust the process. Um, and be open to it and have those uncomfortable talks. It's okay. <laughs> you won't get in trouble, but you never know where it can lead you. So <laughs> let's go. And guys, there's nothing wrong with Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> I love Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory is bomb, man. I don't care what anyone says, man. It's yeah. bomb. They got a menu the size of a book, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. So uh, I hope this encourages. Um, you guys out there, whoever's listening to this, thank you guys so much for for tuning in. Thank you guys for the continuous support. And again, um, what an encouraging story! What an, I, I love hearing stories like this, you know, uh, because it's it's offbeat. You know, mm-hmm. it's an offbeat love story. You know what I mean? And and it, it just I love bringing and highlighting stories like this because, a lot, like I said, you know, we said it earlier. Social media has a way of influencing and 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 controlling in a way of what we think a relationship should look like and to be honest man a lot of times that can mess with your mind it can mess with with what it is you think you want and a lot of times you don't give there could be a good guy out there you know waiting for you but because of all these different things um you limit yourself or there could be a girl a great gal that's waiting to meet you waiting to build a relationship with you but for whatever reason sometimes we don't give them that opportunity because of the expectations we have so for valentine's day man i hope you guys have a great valentine's day <laughs> if you you know you're you say ah it's cool you know i'm okay with my couch and watching a, a movie and throwing in some popcorn hey 
more power to you. You know what I mean? So, but whatever the, the situation may be, uh, message us, uh, you know, like and share this. Continue to subscribe to our YouTube channel and share this with someone. You know what I mean? Uh, we got some great laughs here today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you guys, George, thank you. Sandra. Thank you, thank this you. was Offbeat Podcast. Let's go. Sometimes life happens. We see you. And you feel all alone we feel you. with nowhere to go. We got you. So many questions unanswered. We understand. Yeah. And you feel like you can't right. wrestle with your own thoughts. Uh, uh. This is for you. Yeah. When life happens and it makes Come. you feel like you are. You're off the beat. Off, off the beat. Off the beat.